Today is Thursday, May 23rd, and the Yankees just swept the Baltimore Baltimore Orioles in four games. They had 43 hits, 35 runs, and 13 home runs. It was a beatdown in Baltimore. I'm excited. You're excited. Let's talk Yanks. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for clicking play and hanging out with us on Talking Yanks. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from New Jersey, and I have my co-host Jake coming to you from Denver, Colorado. He's a transplanted Yankee fan. Actually, he's not in Denver. You are in Dallas. I'm in Big D, baby. Back back in uh, one of my stomping grounds for a couple years back there. Uh, so yeah, I was doing doing some Dallas catch-up times. Couple margs, little Tex-Mex, uh, maybe even a little tequila after the mark, but. Uh, yeah, man, in in Big D, and then we're heading down to Austin. You're coming down. We've got a buddy's bachelor party. Oh yeah. Um, so expect a, some a little sillier talking Yanks coverage this weekend because the the boys will be together. We will be together. We got to figure out how we're going to do all that with uh, pregame show and all that, but we'll figure it out. We'll have fun. We'll be sweating my ass off in Austin. It's gonna be hot. It's gonna be hot. It's a big series, Jake, and we got a lot of a lot of special people that Baltimore. Baltimore. A lot of special people that sponsored this series, and they get a good one. They get a four-game set with four wins. I this might be the first four-win. No, I think we've swept a four-game set already this season. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by Mitch Igniri. Mitch Igniri. Rich George. <laughs> Good for George. Yeah. I mean, it'd be funny if they, na- they had a brother named Poor George. <laughs> it suck. It's like suck. Uh, it's like your parents just like are really testing the self-fulfilling prophecy laws. Two there. siblings, one named Rich George, one <laughs> named Poor George. That would suck. That would suck. Robert Fieri. Fiaro. Fiero. Fiero. Yep. Okay, here we go. Three namer. Ooh. Sophia Chua Rubenfeld. Like it. Chua Rubenfeld. That's a power play. If one of her parents' name is Chua and the other is Rubenfeld, that seems like a nice, diverse family. It could be a newly diverse family. Maybe she married into the name or something. I don't know. I don't know. But uh, shout out Amy Chua, an American lawyer. That's not her, but I Googled the name Chua, and that's what came up. Russell Rutt. Oh, this is Rusty. Russell uh, Rutigliano. That's Rusty. Russell Rutigliano. Rusty Rage is our guy. Join Patreon. Thanks, Rusty. We uh, we appreciate your enthusiasm. <laughs> the sky's just opened up over here. Big time thunder. Oh wow. God. I hope I have no windows open. Yeah, Rusty was that the was one. Rusty. That was Rusty saying hi. That, Rusty was the one that told me to start a Patreon. And uh, yeah, year later, he's joined. Perry, Perry Gordon. Sounds like a a great like detective name but i think that's perry mason perry gordon 
Perry Gordon yeah. sounds like you should be a coach or a detective or something to me. Jim Gordon, Perry Mason, combine them, yeah. Jonathan Lynn, John Lynn, yeah. Joe Lynn, Daniel Maher, Mayer, Maher? Maher, Mayer, yeah, I don't know. Mar? M-H-A-E-R, Maher. It seems simple, but it's really throwing me for a loop. That's a tough one. And Suzanne Smith. Suzanne calls in. Uh, so hi, Suzanne. Thank you for joining. Always good to end with some alliteration. What what yeah. do the Patreon members get, Jim? Who are those special people? Uh, $2 a month to help us and support us. And you get uh, a contest every uh, a contest to win a jersey every month and a raffle to win a jersey. So two chance, chances to win a jersey every month. $2 a month. A jersey, no-name jersey from affordablejerseys.com. The current contest, it's too late to enter now, but... It was uh, there's 15 games left, and it was like, guess how many wins we're gonna have? I think right now they are six and one. So in the next five games, we'll see how it plays out. But it's I hope you I hope you guys guessed a lot of wins and a lot of runs because the tiebreaker was run scored. You also get to join the live chat, watch live with us. You get to uh, have the video access whenever you want, and some other perks that uh, we throw out along the way. Like when Jake and I are together, since we'll be together this weekend, if we do anything. Uh, silly or make a video would probably be Patreon only. Probably get some silly footage going. We're coming up on a Patreon milestone. We're getting a we're getting close to five hundred people in there, which is nuts. Um, uh, we awesome. might have to give something away for five hundred, Jimbo. We might have to do tickets or jersey or something. Yeah, we'll My, think a milestone. We'll talk about it. It's My been boot, maybe your boot. Yeah, the licking boot. The licking boot. Yeah, I like. I I was hoping to get one more winner out of that licking boot, but I mean, if that's what the people want, let us know. Yeah, I think I might die in this storm. That's fun. Big uh, storm. All right. All right. So that's the patrons. Thank you guys very much. Let's move on, Jake. Uh, how's your headspace? Where are you at? I know you've been traveling. I know that uh, you're watching the game in a different environment than you're used to. You're hanging out with yep. a buddy. How's your head? Yeah, I, I was la- laptoping him mostly, but I, I'm good, man. And I mean, it it worked out. I mean, when we were doing the pregame show, you and I pegged today's game <laughs> the least important game of the season. <laughs> we can get uh, to a, that later. In, in a fairly, in a slightly rude manner to Baltimore, but it's because we had won three games and uh, blah, blah, blah. But my headspace is good, man. I, I'm I'm doing great. Um, I, I think you and I wanted to address it that it's funny that a lot of people are like looking to be angry, like looking to be aggressive. Like when the bullpen blew up today, like people were, people were coming at Holder, which they come at me at whenever Holder has a bad day, which I get, but some people were coming at Canely. I was like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't, maybe maybe I'm too glass half full, but I was like, I'm okay getting this out of the way with the Orioles because I knew we were still going to win this game. Um, so I don't know, man. My my headspace is good. I'm excited for the holiday weekend. I'm excited to keep winning. I mean, this is technically this is still a road trip, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be seven games. We have three against the Royals coming up. Technically, it's still going to be a winning road trip, no matter what happens in Kansas City. But like I told you, coming into this, Jim, like after this Kansas City series, there's going to be a chance we look back, and the numbers from the past month and a half are going to be nuts. Yeah, hopefully, it keeps going. It it is interesting that people are are trying really hard to be negative. The people that are negative are still trying to be negative about this team and the things that they're grasping at are so ridiculous. Yeah. I never had a four game sweep uh what is it 25 and 8 and had more people try to get get negative at me. And I'm not even going to let it go there. It's just unfathomable 
that you can be upset right now. There are like, not to say every single player is performing exactly how we want them to perform or well, right. but like, come on, come on. Enjoy what's happening. <laughs> Enjoy what's happening. What is this 11 out of 12 series now? I can't, I can't keep doing, uh, keep up, but yeah, 11 out of 12, I think 12 or 13. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a lot. It's, Yankee. it's awesome. Yankees are winning a ton of games. We got four burns to get to Jake. So are you ready to give us burn game one burn? Yeah, we we're burnt. How's your headspace? Because I know you you got a travel day coming up and everything. Yeah, we're uh, doing a lot today, but that game was good. I, I was hoping for not that much content because game three, I was like running around like a crazy person with the Gary Thorne calls, the Sterling calls. So this one was a little lighter until the end. There, I'm good though. I just had a bunch of cereal, which is. Tell Katie not to buy cereal because I'll eat it right away. And then she bought cereal and then I, I ate it. So nice. Yeah. So that's a little upset with myself, but we're we're okay. I'm good. I'm nice. excited. Like like the Yankees are my favorite thing to talk about. I'd much rather be happy. I think some people that um like host shows and radio shows, they much rather when things are going bad because it's easier to talk about. No, 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 no. Right. Not not here. Give me the good. I, I, no, I'm, no, 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 no. I'd much rather talk about how happy I am than, than anything else. So let's get into it. Here's game one. Yep. Yankees, Orioles, Jakey Burns, on your mark. Get set. Burn. First of four in Baltimore. Well, hey, Andrew Kashner versus Hap, who was not money on this day. 3.26 earned runs. Woof. Glaberbaum in the second had the score six one O's after five. Okay. Gary Sanchez, Kendry Morales, RBI single, six three. Okay, okay. DJ LeMayhew, RBI single, Hicksack Fly. Uh from the office, the gif. Oh my god, okay, it's happening. Seven five O's after seven. In the eighth, bartender, second Glaberbaum, please. Followed by retweet, Hicksack Fly. We're locked up at sevens until top nine. What's your name? Who's your daddy? Is he rich like me? Gary Sanchez again against the O's. Three-run homer. Yankees rally to win. 10-7 final. I couldn't I couldn't remember, Jake. I was like, try to remember. What happened game one? I thought I knew it was exciting, but I couldn't. I forgot we were down six to one. Yeah. Six one O's after five. And I mean, my headspace is so happy that I tweeted out like, well, I'm excited to see how we win this game because there's right. no way we're losing games to the Orioles. People refuse to believe that even in game four. Guys, we weren't losing any of these games. There was no yeah. chance. Hap, the Orioles are, Orioles are in a bad spot. <laughs> Hap tried to do us dirty. He did us dirty. We yeah. got out of it. Um. Gary with that three-run home run, man, 98 miles per hour fastball inside, and he yeah. turned on it so much so that it almost was a foul ball. Yeah. Jeez, Against that was Givens, crazy. too, so that ball's coming in from a funky angle, and he, uh, uh, man, that was that was awesome. Yeah. Glaber starts doing his thing. I mean, there'll be so much about Glaber. What about, um, what about, managerial decisions here we went to sessa at down six to one we go to sessa because hap is just brutal um yep 
that I'm fine with that. After Sessa, I, we go to we, I, we scratch and claw to get to seven to five, and they bring in uh, Holder. Yeah, and they had they had someone up in the bullpen that wasn't Holder. I don't was it. Um, they they had one of the lesser pictures. I'm what what's the guy's name from who's out there right now? Barrett. Yeah, Barrett Hale. I, Hale, Hale I think. I think Barrett was up, um, and then the Yankees put up. Uh, the Yankees scored yes, so they made it six to three, and they brought Holder instead of Barrett. I'm pretty sure, um, which I think that makes a difference. Um, I, I'm not sure if the Yankees would have done that last year. It helped that Holder needed well hadn't hadn't had a ton of work lately, um, and then yeah, and then the Yankees put it together: Holder to Britton to Chapman. This was the game of bad baseball. Yes. Um, the Orioles were dropping balls. Voigt dropped a ball. Given or Smith Jr. and left. Dude, John Sterling was ripping Smith Jr. Anytime, yeah, as he should. Anytime he saw Smith Jr., he goes, he's got a terrible arm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no lie. Um, one, one of the worst throws I've seen on a, on a major league baseball field. As I, I think that's what I said in my breakdown of it is, is, I mean, it makes it even worse is that Cameron Mabin was on third and there's a sack fly and he just bluffed because it was almost a shallow throw. And it was like Dwight Smith Jr. Never didn't know that bluffing was allowed. Hey, you're not allowed to come back. Once you start running, you got to go. I got, I'm going to get you out. Like. Yeah, I, never, I mean, never I do think it, 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 it is important to note that it was Mabin, though, because, I mean, if that is Voight or someone like that, they're still going to pump fake. But I, I think when you catch that as an outfielder and it's Voight, you almost you'd look at them before you throw to see if they're going to take off. Yeah. Mabin's fast enough where I think Smith Jr. was like, oh, I got to catch it and get it in. And his throw was, I mean, just so far up the first baseline and a lollipop and just so bad. So Mabin comes in to score. Uh, Orioles had two official errors. Yankees had one official error. Yeah, but um, it was we had so pop-ups, bad. pop-ups going off gloves. Um, yeah, it was it was tough baseball game. The, the Yankees, the Yankees came back and won this game. But the Orioles, the Orioles handed like if an Orioles fan said to me, "We handed you this game," I can't really argue because that that bluff from Maven and then throwing it home like that is such a bad mistake. It's not like yeah. just hey, you got to put balls in play, things happen. It's like no, that was such a bad mistake by Smith Junior. Yeah, that and then the drop pop up, whatever happened there, that led to the Voigt walk and then the Gary threw on Homer to take the lead. I, I do think we're winning that game as soon as it's tied, no matter what, because we're the Yankees yeah. and they're the Orioles and they're going to lay down and die, like we saw. So, but we did get handed that game. Yeah, that would if if this was sports talk radio, we would say, you know, the Yankees didn't win this game; the Orioles lost it. Next in five. Yeah, and I mean, even Gio made the error in the ninth inning. But. Yeah, and I mean, Rickard had a bad throw. The the What'd the catcher pop up. <laughs> the catcher pop up um, doesn't even go down as an error. Um, yeah, it's bad so, baseball. Yeah, it, it was just bad baseball. But um, and then it was like I, I think you and I even said this on the pregame show. Like this was this was one of the Yankees' worst played games this season, <laughs> and they still won. Yeah. Once that happened, it was like wow. I think the Yankees are just gonna run this and. <laughs> yeah. Not to give too much away, Jimmy. Let's go to game two. On your mark. Let's go to game two. Get set. Uh, 
Burn. German Hess? No, we're not talking about Nazi politician Rudolf Hess. It's Domingo Hermann versus David Hess, people. But like Rudolf, David would be destroyed by one of America's great teams. Gary picks up where he left off. Another three-run shot. Urshela RBI double. Clint, two-run homer. Clint, three-run homer. <laughs> Yanks would go up 9 nothing. Herman was meh, five innings pitch, three earned runs. Old friend David Hailstorm with the four innings save. Glaber and Gary tack on a few more late for funsies. Your final 11-4 Yanks, Jimmer. This game was over as soon as Gary hit the three-run home run. Clean. <laughs> Clean in the first inning as soon as Gary hit that three-run home run. He worked a good at bat, got 3-2, fouled the pitch off. Then he scoops a breaking ball into left field. As soon as he hit that home run, this game was over. Everyone knew it. I knew it. You knew it. My grandma knew it. My cousin, my neighbor Lou knew it. Gary Sanchez knew it. Baron Boone knew it. Brandon Hyde knew it. Hess knew it. Hess definitely knew it. Like, everyone knew it. Yeah. Um, and I... I think we're saying we've said a couple things. Like if I was if I was an Orioles person tuning in to see what the Yankees podcasts are saying about our team, um, it, like something like that would normally seem obnoxious. But uh, anyone someone, who's seen anyone who's seen baseball knew the second that Gary Homer was hit, the game was over. Someone just replied to my video, "You're obnoxious," and like, yeah, I am being obnoxious about this because. Boom. The Orioles are so bad. And they're like, we're supposed to be bad. We're rebuilding. I know. That's why you're so bad. <laughs> yeah, don't don't be mad about it. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. like, <laughs> so Yeah, we, we know we're bad, man. Why do you have to say it? Talking about the game. So we all agree you're bad? Yeah. So, uh... Um, Herman, not his best. But, I mean, pitching with a 9 nothing lead is... Slightly different circumstances. No, he kind of, he kind of just, to me, it seemed like the lead was huge and he kind of just thought he could go into autopilot. And the Orioles have good hitters. Their pitching's terrible. Yeah. You can't, you, uh, as a pitcher, you cannot go into autopilot on them because um, it was hit by pitch, then an error, then the home run. So the error hurts. Yeah, I actually, I'll I'll have to dig up some Oriole Oriole stats a little bit, but I, we were saying this on the pregame, Jim. But their their lineup is pretty solid, um, and I I think I think that's where some of the the misconception comes that like people were obviously all over Hap and people were on Herman, people were on Sabathia, people were on Canely, people were on Holder today. Um, the reason these Orioles are so bad, it's probably the worst pitching staff ever assembled. They've yeah. given up the most home runs through this many games, quickest to 100 home runs given up, blah, blah, blah. Um, they have a couple guys. They have a couple guys that crush lefty pitching, um, and, and they can put a little rally together. So I, I, I think people need to hear that a little bit. Like, yes, the Orioles are stinky doo-doo. Sorry for my language. But... Um, <laughs> It's all because of their pitching and a little bit defense and offense. It's not like they're great, but they're MLB level. The pitching, almost none of it. <laughs> none of it. Yeah, it's really bad. Their starters are brutal, man. It's like really upsetting. David Hale comes in team. and pitches four innings. He's on a wild ride. In his post game, they asked him about it, and he's like, it's 
It's been wild because last year, remember, he got like traded, like waiver wire traded like four times, and then he went yeah. to Korea, and now he's back and he's with the Yankees again. Four innings pitched, three hits, one earned run. Good job from Hale. He got the belt at the end of the game. They gave him the belt. Yeah, got, got, got the champion's belt for the old four-inning save. Can uh, I, should, I say, sh- should I say my thoughts on that? I think so. I, I think so. I think... <laughs> Clint should have got the belt. He hit two you thought home it was runs. a little shot fired at Clint. It just always seems to be slighted. And uh, Gardy, Gardy said, you know, you, you, I bet a lot of people expect Clint would get it today, but no, has, uh, Hale got it. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know, man. It just seems. Yeah. We've, we've I, heard rumblings, but I don't think that was real. I think that's more me, me poking fun. But yeah. There's a moment I, I think, where Clint's like, why not get that fucking belt? <laughs> you have. I think every every person would have that thought. Like, damn, man, I two home runs, not giving me the belt. But it's one of the classic, like, new guy on the team did a did a good thing by fully resting the bullpen. So you give him the belt, and also, like a, hey, thanks for helping, dude. Also, it used to be Gardner and Judge that chose who got won the belt after every game, but now right. they are letting whoever the previous winner give it out. Ah, so it was pass along. It, it, it was Gary. And catchers are always going to give it to pitchers. Right. So. That's a good good read, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. So uh, Clint doesn't get the belt. Hale does. And he doesn't get demoted. I thought he might get demoted because he threw so many bullets. 46 pitches. The but bullets. Good. We'll see how long he can last. I think he's going to pitch. Well, I don't think he can pitch tomorrow. Yeah, I think he's going to pitch tomorrow if he can turn it around that fast. I, I don't know. 46, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a bullpen day, so. We will see. Anything else in this game? Like, there's not many managerial decisions that were made. Tyro Estrada came in for LeMahieu, who got uh, beat up a little, but it turned out he was fine. So, it was a like, easy game. Clint Homers. Yeah, I mean, Gary, Gary with four RBIs, Clint with five. <laughs> so, there you go. All right, you ready for game three? I think so. Here we go. We're cruising. On your mark. Get set. Burn. CC, do you love me? CC Sabathia versus Dan Straley, <laughs> Knightley, and ever so rightly for the O's. And man, it happened again. The young Prince Jimmy, my favorite. Tyro Estrada, homer to center, 2 nothing yanked. LeMayhew says, yeah, I'll have what the kids haven't. He gets a two-run shot of his own. Glaber bomb, of course, because that's all he does against the Orioles, Jim. It's 5 nothing Yanks. Uh, another win. Okay, thanks. Uh, CC does. Uh, he gets through five four-earned runs. Wasn't his best, CC. Little rally by the O's. It got to 6-2 at one point. The game was never in question because guess what? El Kraken, Jim. He owns the Orioles. Wait, no, no, no. Glaber says, I own the Orioles. They both go yard again. Gary Thorne is losing his mind. Couple late homers uh, by the O's makes it a little closer. Jim, your final seven five Yanks. Another good game. Another good game, Jake. What was the, what were Another we up at one game. point? Six. We were up six to two at one point, and uh, CC gave it up in the in the fifth. Yeah, I actually i i miss. I thought 
I I misread when I was going back. I I thought that said eighth, but yeah, there was actually it went scoreless after the fifth inning. So it was seven five after five, and it was like I think I texted you. I was like, an Orioles Yankees game is never going to hit an under. They're going to have to start making ridiculous numbers. Yeah. Um, and then they ended up going scoreless the rest of the game. And that's baseball a little bit, Susan. But Def- a nice defensive play from Gardy to Gary to get out yeah. of that inning with the play at home plate. Stop. That was him. huge. Yeah, huge, huge. Because that would, that's momentum and another run and seven to six. Get and, CC through five. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the bullpen shut it down. Kane lead Ottavino to Chad in the eighth, and then Chapman because Britain wasn't available. He yeah. said he's just been beat up lately. I think it's like he's got more appearances this year than he had last year already. So he said he's just been fatigued, and he you know it was nothing. He just woke up and wasn't feeling it, I guess. Who was that? I'm sorry. Britain. That's why they Britain, used Chad right, in the right. eighth. And they used him today. I, 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 I misheard it for a second. Yes. Chad struck out too. Chad looked good. The hit by pitch, which some think was Jack Curry thought it was retali- retaliation. I didn't think so. But, uh, but he did have perfect command the rest of the inning, Chad, and his first pitch hit a guy. And yep. after after Voigt got thrown out his head. Gets gets the two strikes strikeouts. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean I didn't like think so, but I I like Jack Curry. I'll I'll roll with him. I could use a take. <laughs> uh so that that was questionable decision, but you understand why. And good for Chad to 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 look good. I know the Orioles well, we said the Orioles offense is is decent, and it's still like he just was spotting his ball better. He needs to build these up. Yeah, and I mean it's it's just it's if you've ever stepped over a putt that's either just you putting by yourself or a putt that would win a hole against a buddy, you know, doing it in a game in any sport is so much different. And being in the eighth inning of a two-run lead against any team is a just a different vibe that you need to get back into. That we hope um, eventually down the line, Chad can start doing again. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a, it's a step. I think we're going to see him open again uh, soon, so that'll be interesting. Anything else that we need to talk about in this game, Jake? Uh, I mean, the bullpen, that was all the decisions. They didn't pinch hit anyone, right? No. Uh, No, nobody got subbed out. Yeah, the the bullpen stuff you had, and uh, yeah, no, I mean. Gary Gary Thorne got his heart broken a bunch. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah, you got got your viral on yesterday. Yeah, I mean they're everywhere. People keep sending it in. I, I just got something sent in today. USA Today used it. Yahoo News. Um, oh, Fox News was the one that just got sent today. Using using that and the um, um, Rich Hill lip reading when he's mad about the shift. Always, crazy knew you'd night. End up on, always knew you'd end up on Fox News. Yeah. Yeah. CeCe got his thing stuck to his head. That was funny. You like that? Yeah. Nice little clip there. Good time to talk about CeCe's injury right here. Yeah. Yeah. CeCe's, CeCe's doing his one of his twice a year IL stints. Um, getting the old knee, <laughs> getting a new screw in the knee. Is that what that is? That what the precaution is? Um, yep. Tighten up the he's screws. He's going to miss. They're saying right now they still not saying if it's going to be one or two starts. We think he's going to miss two. Ten days. So it's uh, however the, it plays out. Yeah, so they'll pro. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna line it up. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> surprisingly, we're saying this, but this is actually like 
a regular thing. Yeah. <laughs> so like, don't be worried about it. We've been <laughs> worried saying about it. <laughs> get where be worried about the weird stuff we hear about Giancarlo. Yeah. Um, no, this is normal. Yeah. He, uh, I, I think like the medical stuff is his knee starts hurting him. They have to go put the cortisone shot in and find the place that makes it feel right. And then that'll last until the next time. <laughs> and he's been doing this for a while. And uh, Boone yeah. said it, it should be a short. Like Boone was like, no, this is a short thing. It's like we knew we were going to have to take care of it sooner or later. We're taking care of it. And uh, Paxton should be coming back soon. So he'll he'll fix that hole. And we've been winning at a crazy pace without Paxton. Now we'll add Paxton in and we'll probably keep winning at a crazy pace, hopefully. Yeah, I think it's kind of funny what we stumbled into here was you and I normally, we check some boxes to start the show, and normally there's the injury box, and we we went past it just because it's like, well, shit, we're playing great, man. <laughs> yeah, it's four games. Let's figure this out. Because Stanton also had setbacks um, in his calf. Yeah, let's, let's, let's do that quick because, I, I don't know, there's maybe some people that missed it. Um, so the Stan mind bottling Stan is no longer rehabbing with single a team. He is back just straight up on the IL because you can only rehab for so many days. So they're just putting a stop to it, going back to the IL because he got hit by a pitch in live BP. So people were like, he got hit in BP. Like it's not BP. It's live pitching, which led to a calf strain. I it's, uh, Big Baby David, who writes for us and helps us out a lot, summed it up best. He's he's now rehabbing his calf, which he hurt while rehabbing his bicep, which he hurt while rehabbing his shoulder, which he hurt while rehabbing his bicep. It's like it's Ellsbury esque. Yeah, it's uh, I I was explaining it to my buddy who I'm staying with in Dallas. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> it's funny. I was I was catching him up on the whole thing. He's like, wait, so is, is Judge hurt? I'm like, yeah, Judge is hurt. Like, how's the other big guy Stanton doing? I was like, nope. <laughs> um, and then told the whole thing. He's like, dude, are people mad at the strength and <laughs> strength coaches? I was like, yep. yep. <laughs> but so there's uh there it is. Yeah, the Stanton thing is is just so obscure. Who who knows what the next update is? I mean, j- guess a body part and it's not going to be right. <laughs> yeah, that's not good. But at this point, we win the series, Jake. The Yanks are up yes. three. Uh, up they've won all three games we have Tanaka pitching the next day Glaber's gone off breaking Gary Thorne's heart Gary's gone off you knew Gary was gonna sit on Thursday no matter what because it's day game after a night game yeah so you knew that they also sit Glaber which a lot of people had a problem with you and I uh if you're ever interested what Jake and I think about the lineups go check out the pregame show but we talked about it then we'll talk about it now uh if there was ever a day to get Glaber some rest it's game four versus the Orioles when you've won the first three. Right. Um, I don't care that Glaber crushes the Orioles. So can Tyro Estrada. That's how bad yeah. the Orioles are. So Glaber's been playing the most for the Yankees this year. He's played a lot of games. If you it, rest is something teams do now. If there was ever a day to give Glaber the day off, it was game four versus the Orioles when you're already won three and Tyro hit a home run the day before. Yeah, I mean we 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 pegged today's game as the least important game of the season and it it, it is tough and don't get me wrong, I get it. Um like Glaber is doing all-time things against the Orioles. He's chasing like Joe D's record now of most home runs against a team in a single season, 14. 
which is just nutty. Um, it's it's insanity. Um, but that's when, and not not to well to sound as douchey as possible, it's kind of a macro versus a micro thing. You know, when you zoom out and you look at this road trip and just what the season is, give giving Glaber the day off today is fine. And guess what? We won. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Glaber got to come in and play anyway. So yeah, but but more of that in Jakey's burn. Did uh did Gary Thorne say anything good when Glaber pinch hit? I didn't listen. I okay. only go I only go and listen after home runs. Okay. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Probably. Sorry. He said something good when Clint hit a home run because he was like, Yep, there it is. We told you he's gone under the radar, but that's his sixth home run versus the Orioles this year. You might be doing huge things for Gary Thorne, man. His his sad home run calls might become a thing. <laughs> uh, the who hit the last home run in in the fourth game? Last home run in the fourth game was Luke. That Voight home run is really sad. He doesn't even make like whiny jokes. He just uh, <laughs> he puts a lot of space between his words and just does the bare minimum words he has to say and doesn't give any like thoughts. I didn't post it. Um, but it's almost not funny, but it is funny. Goodbye, home run. Yeah. <laughs> Voight's third home run. I kind of enjoy sadness. Yeah. All right, let's talk about game four. Let's burn it up. On your mark. Get set. Burn. Yankees bring their broomsticks to Camden. Dylan Ted Bundy versus Masahiro Tanaka. And boy, was he a hero again, Jim. Six innings pitch, one earned run, five Ks, four straight good starts from Tank. Wow. Clint Thunders one to open up the scoring for the Yanks in the fifth. One, one after five. Then it's Gio Urshela, Ella, Ella, a a two RBI single. They didn't even know Romine RBI single. Then it's Louis V calling me solo shot to deep center. Five, one, Yanks. The bullpen blows the lead, c'est quoi? But... If you have a bad day, Jim, you just got to walk it off. Aaron Hicks, RBI walk with the bases hugged. Tanaka to Holder to Canely to Britain. Yanks win 6-5. Take all four against the O's. Let's go, Yanks. Let's go, Yanks. Yo, did you, is there any easier, easy, that's why I said my treat. Is that the easiest easy of the season that G.R. Shella came through with the base load and two outs? Jim, so I think it's funny, and I'm, I'm not sure if Urshela's getting an award, so I won't deep dive, but I think Gio Urshela coming up in situations after a walk, bases loaded, whatever it is, it's past the, it went from like, kind of wild, like, oh my God, he's doing it, to expected, like, we expect him to do well. For me, it's starting to get weird. Like, the guy's <laughs> doing too well. Like it's it's making me not believe it. <laughs> Which Do you think he is deal with the devil or something? It's it's hit that point, has it not? I think he's just very good and talented and working really hard at his craft. I mean, well, think about the deal with the devil thing again. <laughs> I don't know, but I mean I know I'm an optimist, but like if you didn't know that Gio Rochello was gonna come through there, you just haven't been paying attention. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's 
I I got uh, with with my buddy who was watching the game with Urshela was up. He's like, "Who's this guy?" I was like, "He's the best ever." <laughs> I, don't, I don't really don't don't know what to tell you. It's just the best that ever was. So yeah, <laughs> there's no really other way to describe it. <laughs> uh, Holder for two innings is the only thing I disagree with uh, managerial wise this this game. So the what? Holder for two innings. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, uh, Holder Holder might have stumbled into an MF, or we'll we'll find out in a minute. That's how you keep the people listening, Jim. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, sec- second inning Holder is tough, and I I don't know. I'm I've been called a Holder def- defender, so I, I'm I'm not. I mean, that second inning was very bad. But yeah, you can also say don't put him out there. I think <laughs> I think fun. they have I think they have no idea how to manage Holder. I think if I think if if they were able to utilize him correctly, he'd be fine. He w- he was ten out of his last eleven appearances were scoreless, and if they don't send him back out for the second, when there's no need to send him back out for the second, uh, then that there's no need to send him back out for the second. So yeah, if they don't, it's- then he's eleven out of twelve. Um, I mean, it's still on holder. He's got to make the pitches, but I I think that I I. They love him for some reason, and they put him in such bad spots. Like, I, they they have no idea how, how to manage Holder. Yeah, they definitely, the Yankees like him too much and think he can be a two-inning guy, which I think he's kind of proven he's not. Um, yeah. I mean, if you need the two innings, but, like, wh- why did we use up David Hale yesterday? Why did we get four innings from David Hale yesterday? So we um, have. So, so yeah, can... I, I I will say a uh, nice. I can I can be even more of a holder defender because this this one's on Boone, but it's on holder too for throwing a lot of bad pitches. Yeah, and we won. We won. We swept <laughs> four yeah. games. Yeah, and Canley <laughs> made a mistake. Uh, yeah, but that that's my only uh, complaint or whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah, going to holder for a second inning was was not wise. I will say this about Boone and Co. Jake. Pinch hitting Gary and Glaber in the ninth there to put together that rally. Glaber walked, Gary singles, and then DJ walked, and then Hicks walked. Last year, they would not have done that. They would not have pinch hit Gary and Glaber. Yeah. They, were, they were so strict last year. He's It's his day off, so he gets to enjoy the full day off. And they right. so many times they did that, and it was like, God, guys, use the good hitters. And yeah. uh, it was so frustrating. And there's two outs. In the ninth. Yeah. And they used every every weapon they had. And it's so funny when those guys come up because you're an Orioles fan. You're like, these fucking guys are going to come up. Really? <laughs> and props to Glaber who came up and he swung real hard at a pitch and then calmed down. Was like, okay, calm down, calm down. Just get yeah. on base. They're going to pitch around you, Glaber. And they take the walk. They have to. When, uh, dude, when Glaber goes on first and then... Romine gets called back and Gary steps out. That was like a movie scene for me. Like, like, oh, here comes the bad guy. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, like, oh, shit. Now you can't leave. Gary's. Coming yeah, up. that that would be that would be the scene if there was like. There's a young kid at one of their first baseball games and they're like, who they have these guys on their team. <laughs> yeah. They didn't even play these guys. <laughs> you, you know what it was? It was like the freshman baseball or it was like the JV baseball team was losing. Right. And then they wanted to win real bad. So they pinch hit two varsity players. 
Yeah, a little bit. And you're in like, fuck, this is allowed. <laughs> it's like the JV team and two major league studs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gary hits a single again. He came out in the first pitch. He got in the zone. He swung out of his shoes. And I was like, Gary, sure. I, was, I was out in Periscope. I was like, we don't need that, Gary. Like, like if you did it, I'd dance around my house. Cool. It'd be the coolest yeah. thing ever. And so brutal for the Orioles. But we don't need it. And then he ends up just flicking a single, passing the baton. Um. Hicks disgraced that they threw him a 3-2 changeup. Yeah. I think Hicks let... Given, Givens with a little bit of a meltdown for the first three pitches of that bat. Hicks was disgusted. Even in his post-game interview with uh, Susan Waldman, he was disgusted. He's like, I want to hit. I want to hit. Um, I really wanted to go up there and hit. and didn't give me anything. And then I got a 3-1 pitch to hit, and I missed it. And then 3-2 uh, changeup outside, so... Uh, I guess they didn't want me to hit. <laughs> he was like disgusted that they did it. Uh, he leads the league in RBI walk or bases loaded walks. RBI walks. So yeah, good for him. He got it. That's his first of the season. Uh, many that's more to his, come. That's his. That's his. <laughs> that kind of is your plan up there, Hicksy. Um, you were one of the people saying that Hicks or Void has to lean into those pitches to get the RBI, right? I wouldn't have been upset if they did. <laughs> they were pretty fast. And why? Yeah, it's co- it's co- those are coming in hot. I would the, the one that was close to Voigt's forearm. You're like, oh, you got a pretty big forearm guy. Voigt, but no, Voigt almost gets hit every single at bat. Dude, that does have to suck. Like I know we we did this like, like a week or so ago with the whole raise thing and CC and throwing inside. Yo, <laughs> like half of the pitches Luke Voigt sees are up and in fastballs that blows. Yeah, it's like not a good time. At that some sucks. point, you just be like, "Fuck this, I'm out." Yeah, I'd like change my stance. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, this sucks. Yeah. Uh, but the Yankees win. I mean, they lost it, and it was a tie game. And if I tweeted out, Jake, I'm not in the right mindset for a tie game in the top of the eighth inning, and people right. people had people interpreted it complete opposite of what I meant. I was not invested in the game. I did not care that they just blew it. Because this game meant nothing, and there was, and they were just going to come back and win it anyway. Like I was, I like being on the edge of my seat if we're tied in the eighth, right? And I was just on a beach in a lawn chair, or on the beach in a, in a chair, sipping a lemonade, saying, "Let's just win." Okay, we'll just have to win it again. Like I don't care. I didn't care. I don't care. I didn't even care. I don't care. <laughs> um, everyone was like, "Yeah, I'm fucking pissed," and I was like, "No, I mean the exact opposite of that." <laughs> yeah. Yes, I mean, uh, couldn't be more opposite of angry about this. And then they they come back and they win it because the Orioles pitching walked in the go ahead run. They're pitching so bad. Worst pitching staff ever. Put that on a shirt <laughs> in the Orioles writing. <laughs> should we have should we have one Orioles shirt on our website? The worst pitching staff ever. <laughs> that, like seems, that. that seems obnoxious and petty. That seems a little, that seems maybe over the line, but we'll think about it. Yeah, we'll think about it. Okay. What's next, Jim? The, I got to catch my breath first, and then I think we're going straight into... Uh... Awards! Ew. Uh Jake Storielli is a heathen, so he gets to go first today. What was that? I said you're heating up. I am I am heating up, but 
All the uh, the Homer draft stuff is kind of the coolest thing that's ever happened in my life. So that <laughs> says a lot about me. Says a lot about me. Um, Jimmy, my pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Is. Oh, uh, this is no time to be cute, Jim. Um, I, I'm going to take Glaber, uh, o- only because the guy's a 22-year-old shortstop that hit four home runs essentially in three games this series. Um, his numbers against the Orioles, I, I, I just joked about <laughs> the Orioles, the worst pitching staff ever, which it is. And, like, can we not do... Any Twitter debates like, oh, well, it's against the O's. Yeah, that's who they're playing. We're sorry. I Yes, it makes it slightly less impressive, but it was still, what, 10 homers in 11 games for Glaber against the O's this year? That's nuts. I, I have a take. Show me all the other players that have 10 homers versus the Orioles this year. Boom roasted. Someone was like, Mookie Betts did this to the Orioles last year. Why is it so surprising? I looked up the numbers. Mookie Betts had five home runs in 16 games. He has fucking ten and ten. <laughs> yeah, um, it's 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 insane. And Jimmy, um, a, a couple stats from our girl KT Sharp. Um, a bunch bunch of you people were listened to the Sharp Stats episode this week. Hope you liked that. Uh, thank you for listening. Glaber Torres, Jim, twenty two years, one hundred sixty days old, youngest player in AL history with six career multi homer games. Is that good? That's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah That's yeah, good. Yeah. They talk about that. Uh, four multi-homers, four multi-homer games. Ugh, can't even get that out this season. Jimmy's, he was amazing. He killed Gary Thorne. He's a murderer. Murderer. Um, that's his fourth pride of the Yankees of the season, which I think is puts him ahead. Puts him on top, Jake. How about that? You think that's deservedly so? No, CC's got uh, CC's got four. Okay. Okay. Well, it might depend who 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 you're giving it to as well. We could have another one on the board. Yeah, I, I mean, my pride of the Yankees is Gary Sanchez. I mean, yeah. it's very simple, and it's if I had to give him an award, it was going to be like the best second fiddle in the history of second fiddles, because Ooh. nice. Gary hit a home run in three consecutive games, and no one talked about it. Yeah, I think I think that's uh maybe that's the fun stat that we'll have to create. Like, if if Glaber Torres didn't exist, Gary Sanchez would be having one of the best seasons against a team ever. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. If Glaber <laughs> didn't, nuts. I mean, listen to this. Gary Sanchez had six hits, uh, three home runs. Nine RBIs, and he didn't have the best series. It's a tough break. He did have the most RBIs in the series. Glaber only had five. He had nine. But nine RBIs. Uh, nine RBIs in four games. Yeah, that's, that's decent. It's the um, best second fiddle that ever got fiddled. The best second fiddle that ever got fiddled. And he looks um, better behind the plate. And if you don't believe that, you're you're just lying to yourself. And he busted down the line to break up a double play. <clears throat> and I don't want to keep doing this because dude hustles. <laughs> I mean, he didn't hustle when he had a pulled hamstring last year and it became his reputation forever. 
And the only and thing that people can reply to, Jake, is, well, he got benched when he was in the minors. When he was 17 years old. Yeah. That was, ooh. That's a, that's a bad one. Um, Jim, when's the last time we've talked about Gary Sanchez's defense? Probably right around before he got injured, we were saying. It looks better this year. Oh, you mean in a bad way? In a bad way. I yeah. don't think it's been since like the, the errant throws, I think, in the White Sox series, maybe the second series of the year. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's been fine. But his, his blocking hasn't been a problem this year. No, no. But whenever he does his next pass ball, which he will, or wild pitch, which he will, yes. it'll happen. It, uh, catching play be, uh, throughout the league is terrible. Uh, people will say, you know, there he is. There's there's terrible Sanchez, and he's been pretty good all season. And the, he's uh, locked in. I mean, he's, the, he's so special the, with the bat, dude. The, the silence on Gary's defense speaks volumes, Jim. You like that? Oh, wow. You're, you like that? It's not bad, Jake. Not bad. What's his? Thanks, uh, what are his numbers at? Do you have those? On the season? Yeah. Um, let's see. On the season, Gary Gary Sanchez is up to uh two seventy six batting average, three fifty OBP, uh six seventy five slugging. Um and I, I don't have the big number one, in front one, of me. Look, one one point oh two five OPS. Uh a one point six war if you're into that kind of thing. Fifteen he already has fifteen home runs. Um the uh, the guy's on pace for a fifty plus homer season if he plays like hundred twenty games. So that's pretty good, seeing as the AL record for home runs in a season is thirty five by Pudge Rodriguez. Jim, okay. damn, that Gary is scary. That Gary is scary. And we talked about him more than Glaber, so now he's not second fiddle anymore. Damn it, Glaber was sneezing home runs left and right. Like <laughs> it was, it was yeah. ridiculous. Why were they pitching to him, Jake? Me and Gary Thorne and I do not know. Brandon Hyde didn't know either. He kind of threw his pitch under the bus after the third game. He was like, uh, yeah, I throw fastballs down the middle. That's not smart. Yeah. I agree bad with Bad idea. I agree with him. There were some like really bad pitches. But but I did notice, and we talked about this on the Sharp Stats with Katie, she told us that Glaber's crushing off speed. And he, he was sitting off speed a lot of times and crushing it. So, Yeah. Our boy uh, Clint, Clint's homer today off the curveball is nice. He's got a good hitting off speed pitches swing when he's right. His his bat speed looks like a glitch. Yeah, it really did. Maybe it'll come up in the next. Uh, we got we got people nervous about it, Jim. Oh wow, you're giving him the motherfucker. That's crazy. Next award, you Yankee motherfucker. Jake, you get to go first. Who's your Yankee? I'm I'm actually st- stoked to go first on the Yankee MFR. Um, cause in a four game sweep, it's going to be the cop out of all cop outs normally. Um, I'm just going to go Kendry Morales cause he had a bad series. Um, Kendry Morales one for 13. That's not good. Uh, one walk, uh, Oh, 77 batting average for those at home. Um, and yeah, just, that's, this is just what has to happen now. Kendry's it's, you're not a guy that people are in love with and you had a bad series in a sweep. So you get the MF he proved he can be serviceable defensively. MF or he had a nice tag and then he said replay MF-er. replay all right um I don't think that's the easy answer I think my answer is the easy answer and my answer is Jay Hat. wow happy 
3.2, six earned runs. It's not good, man. It's, it's a bad need... start. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're damned yet with Hap, but that really sucks. Yeah, I, I won't do the whole ages thing and get worked up about it, but it it's a bad start. And like I, I just think we, we're kind of we have blinders on right now because we've been playing such good baseball that when anybody does anything wrong, <laughs> everyone's like, Oh, look what's going on here. And it's like, no, man, this is still baseball. This is still a competitive sport. The other team gets played. Um, do the Orioles get paid? I don't know. But um this was a bad start by Hap. Uh, he was giving up fly balls in Camden Yards, which is a bad idea. And I, I think the part that is overlooked, Jimmy, is that, dude, these, the Oriole righties can kind of mash. Um, was it? Hanser Alberto hits over 400 against lefties. Against righties, he hits under 150. Yeah, that's um, the craziest so, so like I've ever seen. So, like, think about that. Like, I, I know it's Hanser Alberto, but against a left-handed pitcher... He looks like one of the best players to ever play baseball. Against a righty, he looks like one of the worst. Um, so you do have to factor things like that in. But, I mean, 3.26 is unacceptable. Happer will tell you that. His five starts before that were good. Everyone wanted to ignore that after this start. Um, hopefully, uh, hopefully he gets it straightened out against KC. And he should. That's, that's a no-excuse ballpark with a no-excuse team. Yes, he should. Mm, we'll see. We'll see, Jake. I don't know. He yeah. doesn't look good. When he looks bad, he looks bad. How about that? <laughs> know what the problem is, Jim? When he's good, he he's not supposed to look good. That's why we call him boring hap. It's just like fastballs and lazy pop-ups. It's like not that impressive. <laughs> um, so I think that's why when he does look bad, it feels worse because it's there's never a time when you're like, whoa, look at this. <laughs> like, there hasn't been a pitch ninja done of J-Hap. <laughs> <laughs> Can I search that? Yes, I wanna, please. I, wa I want to search if, if, if pitch ninja's ever done a J-Hap highlight. It has it definitely there, hasn't. There has to be one, right? No. I mean, what would it be? Like, look, look at his, look at this, look at this four-seam fastball. Oh, man, this is going to be fun, fun results to find out. If you don't know who Pitch Ninja is, if you're not on Twitter, it's a guy named Rob Friedman who posts gifts of pitches, dirty pitches, exciting pitches. Basically shows you how hard it is to hit a baseball. Okay, we have, um, we have Jay Happ when he tried to snap the ball between his legs. So it's right. not, not a pitch. You're playing the field. And then Big Sexy over J.A. Happ. Oh, that's the same play. And then, okay, so here's a pitch, but it's Hap throws an inside fastball, and Villar hops up, and the caption is J.A. Hap versus J.V. Hop. So it, nothing about his pitch. It's just the, if he, it's a, nothing about the skill of the pitch. Okay, okay, <laughs> here's one. 94 mile power fastball and 88 mile power changeup overlay from last season. So there you go. The fastball yeah. changeup overlay. Nice, happy. Yeah, and then a fastball and then back foot slider overlay. How's the overlay? Because it's not even a cool, like, Tommy Canely changeup. It's just a, <laughs> a changeup. Uh, this one from August 9th last year is actually pretty cool, but I don't really like the overlays. Um, I feel like my brain's not good enough for them. Overlaid. I just can't follow. But, yeah, that's, that's an upset. I thought there was going to be none, and it was going to be awesome. 
but he's not a regular on the Pitch Ninja account. He's not. Yeah. All right. We are we up to a regular old awards. Jake, who's your first award? I am doing the Cold Hands Award, Jim. Cold Hands. Cool Hand Luke. It's not Luke. Um, the Cold Hands Award is going... This might get ugly, people. Masahiro Tanaka. Damn it, you son of a bitch. You're being real rude about Tanaka with me today. Jimmy, one, one of your dreams got crushed today, so I understand why you're mad. No, it didn't. I don't think Tanaka's going to get the gold glove anymore. I, I know you were, on a, you were on a hellacious drive for that. Because of one There's going to be play? so many pitchers out there that don't have an error. Tanaka's going to have that one in the E column. And that sucks because he took a bullet to the chest. He didn't even feel it. He had some badass quotes after, which you're going to talk about. Um, but I, I, I think it's a tough break. I think that that's kind of how the pitch and gold glove can go down sometimes. Um, so I'm, I'm sorry. I'm here for you. But it's, tell me I'm wrong. Get, let it all out. Let it out of your system. If bud. the people are voting for gold glove, they're just looking at the errors column. That's like ridiculous. For a lot of other positions, for pitcher, I mean, you only get so many opportunities. That's ridiculous. I mean, he took a hundred and two ball off his chest. The fact that even him, the fact they even gave him an error on the play is ridiculous. Well, they have to give because the runner went to second, right? Yeah. So that's the error. So that's not ridiculous. But uh, he took a hundred and two mile power fastball to the chest. Who cares? Also, threw it away. His, his post game interview was awesome about it. Uh, he said, uh, "Why is a cold hands award?" Because he's not getting any gloves. Oh, I see. I see. Sorry, well, you, bud. You took away my award, which is going to be Mr. Magnet, because it's his second comebacker. Second comebacker. What, what were his quotes, Jim? I think Cuddy asked him, was it scary? And, he's, and he just said, how fast was the ball? And they said, oh, was, you know, 102 exit velocity. And he said, 102 miles per hour? Hmm. Hmm. Didn't feel as fast as the one before. <laughs> <laughs> the one that got my ankle. Yeah. It's good tank. Then uh, he said it hit I'm, his I'm he sorry. said it he said it hit his pitching thumb, then his glove, then his chest. But that's not even the story. Like Tanaka's getting not getting an award for being a magnet. He's getting an award because he now has a two point nine four ERA on the season. Woo! On the season. In his last four starts, he's gone, I think, seven innings pitched, two earned runs, six innings pitched, one earned run, seven innings pitched, one earned run, six innings pitched, one earned run. There's another zero earned run in there somewhere. He's been really good, Jake. Yeah. Uh, he hasn't had a splitter for a lot of it, and he's persevered and battled through. And, like, I mean, his ERA is under three right now. Yeah, and I, I I think coming into this year, one of my things was, and I'm, there's still so much baseball left to play, but he's like a third of his starts. I mean, he's had 11 starts, so more than a third, or around a third. Um, but yeah, ERA under three. Um, and I, I was hoping that before this season that out of Tanaka, Tanaka, Paxton, um, Severino, which who we haven't seen yet, um, that we need two of those guys to be lights out going into the playoffs. Um, 
so far away. But um, Tanaka, how could you not believe in that guy right now? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. So his last four starts, 6.1, two earned runs, seven, one earned run, six, zero earned runs, six, one earned run, and two starts in a row without giving up a home run, Jake. Yeah. That's actually crazy. They didn't hit a home run in game four, right? Off to knock. Uh, no. Wow. They hit a home run off Canely. Yep. Good for Tanaka. All right. Well, there goes my award that I was going to give out. Right. What's your first award? Now I got an audible to what my second award was. And this is kind of... Uh, uh, this is the Thanks Hicks Award. The Thanks Hicks Award? Thank you, Aaron Hicks. The Thank You, Aaron Hicks Award. Um, is it going to Gardy? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Brett Gardner got his center field duties taken over, his everyday center field duties. He's done with it. He washed it away. And in this series, Brett Gardner batted with a 455 batting average, a 538 on base percentage. He had two walks, had five hits, scored two runs. He uh, threw a guy out at the plate when he did have to play one game in center field. And I think sneakily, like his numbers, like his OPS on the season is like not bad now, Jake. Yeah, he's um pedestrian. He's yeah, OPS, I mean, and it's it's never been his game, but it's almost it's like close to his career averages. I, I think the bigger thing, Jim, like Gardy's Gardy's a good week away from being like 245, 330 OBP, which again, it's nothing to write home about, <laughs> but that that's better than where he was. Like people were ready to call him dead. He can still be a very, very useful player on this team. Yeah. He just, um, and now he's back to normal. Pulse. He can play left field. Uh, if Clint starts hitting, he can get some rest days. He's batting 471 in his last uh, seven days. So he's doing a. Uh, we put some stuff together this series. Put it together. He had he had the one <laughs> he had the one misplaying left that was ugly. But that but, was bad baseball um, day. That was bad baseball day. Uh, I mean, but train day or whatever bus day, and that was only his like fifth game in left field so far that season because Aaron Hicks had been off the team. So I'm and you know I'm I'm not gonna make a ton of excuses. He's still got to make a play, but. Um, yeah, people were saying like he, it's no, he's no longer a gold glove left fielder. I was like, what? Off, you can tell me that off of five games this season? Oh, I mean, you just took it away from Tanaka off one play. Well, yeah, but that's totally different, and I explained that perfectly. Mm-hmm. Pitchers only get so many opportunities. Okay. 33 games, Tanaka's you're not going to get some, Tana- some games you're not going to get an opportunity. Tana- what if Tanaka catches the next comebacker in his mouth perfectly? No damage done. Then he's a shoo-in for the gold glove. Perfect. That's all I wanted to hear. Good. Good. What's your uh, What's your next award? The Squeeze Award, Jim. Okay. The Squeeze Award. I I have no idea who. The Squeeze uh, goes to Clint Frazier. 
Clint. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Because I just want to squeeze them. No. Um. I, I mean, it was more of a... We, we've the roster squeeze has become it went from a sad conversation when everyone got hurt to now the roster squeeze is a fun conversation um it's kind of like oh when this guy comes back who who's gonna have to go like i i think it was funny three days ago if Giancarlo stanton was ready to come up we think they would have sent clint down because he was in an icy cold stretch um and what's the remedy for that jim couple good at bats and the the worst pitching staff ever uh, Clint puts together a really nice series and Jim, I mean, this is how much baseball moves. I think if they had to make a move tomorrow, which they don't, I think just off of this series, I think Kenmo would be the guy that wow. goes down. Um, so I, down. I, yeah, he would DFA or whatever, whatever it may be. Um, but I think that's, that's how tight things are when, the, when the roster squeeze does happen, that a good week here or a good week there could change things for, I mean, Mabin, Morales, Tyro, the young prince, how good's he been? Um, so I, I think this this was good to get Clint back. And man, if we could get if we can get another heater from him, dude, the lineup is is gonna be nuts. And it will be nuts. I hope we can. I hope the or the Orioles sparked him. Casual three homers this series. Do you think him getting defensive replacement messes with him? Like we say he's a confidence player. They did it again this series with Mabin. I think a little bit. Um, I, I think kind of like we mentioned when we were talking about the people's belt before, like at first you're like, damn, this sucks. Like I hit two home runs. I want the people's belt. And then you're like, oh, David Hale, 25th guy in the roster, played in overseas last year. Like, okay, okay, he gets the award. Um, I think Clint, Clint has to know at this point that his defense isn't I I think Clint Frazier would say his defense isn't where he wants it to be as a player. Um so I think he he comes to grips with that and he respects that Cameron Maben's a pro. Um I I think he thinks he can be a great defender. Um he has the skills, he has speed and arm strength. Um <laughs> but he he has a lot to work on. So I I I don't think so. I don't think that comes to the plate with him. But uh it's you know, it's in it's in his head, but I don't think it's bothersome. Okay. All right. My next award is award that you've won many a times on uh, yes childhood yes. playgrounds. Yes, sir. Stranger Danger Award. Yes, yes. I got that as a youth and as an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten yeah. years running. Stranger Played Danger some Danger. hoops in the park yesterday. Wasn't pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lick your boot in front of some kid's face. Know how there's like when you play pickup basketball and it's it's a bad pickup crew. There's there's normally like one kid that like doesn't like thinks double dribbling is okay. Uh, like there I, was I, like there's like three of them on the court. It was tough. It was ugly out there. How old were they? Like high school, maybe a little older. That sounds miserable. Yeah, I mean, I looked great. Because <laughs> you knew how to dribble correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Stranger Danger Award, any guesses? Stranger Danger Award. Um, God, I hope it's Tyro, just because I like talking about that guy, but I don't know. No, man, I, I thought about giving Tyro an award, but you've given him an award the last three episodes. <laughs> I love him, dude. I'm in love with him. 
Uh, you gave him Play Your Way, Jerry Seinfeld Award, and Fresh Prince of the Bronx. He is the Fresh Prince of the Bronx. Stranger Danger Award goes to DJ LeMayhew. Ooh. Because I feel like he's a stranger, and he's very dangerous with the bat. He had the most hits nice. this series. And the- those were the two names in the award. Did you know that? Yeah. He had two wow. hits. He had two hits. I mean, he had the most hits this series. He was seven for 16, a 526 on base percentage. He scored five runs, and he had three walks. And he hit a home run. David John makes long gone. And Jake, I just feel like I don't know this dude's personality at all. I think he's just like really quiet. Um, like uh, Susan Waldman had it in. There was a pop up between, I, I forget, it was Cameron Mabin when he was brand new to the team, LeMayhew, and there was someone, it, it was a first baseman who. Was it Mike Ford, maybe? I don't know. But there was a pop-up between them, and Susan Waldman was like, I don't, I don't think any of those three talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any of those guys talk. Uh, she, she's, she said that his, his personality is like so quiet and reserved. Um, and I think, I, think that, I think all he does is hits baseball and fields baseballs. Yeah. Uh, he made a nice play in game three at third base, and it's so funny that you can just move him around. He's going to be good wherever he goes. Yeah, and I'll. I mean, if I think people like if we if we take stuff back, I I was nervous coming into the season about him at third, and he looks amazing there, amazing. So well, as long as you're taking that's something, awesome. as that's long a nice as, feature. As long as you're taking something back that you were wrong at, I'll I'll say I wasn't nervous, so I'm smart. Okay, I, I like that. Lemayhew up to three twenty four, three seventy five OBP. Um, man, and that's a uh, Jim. Jim, I want to talk about smart organizations. <laughs> Shut up, Jake. Um, LeMahieu, that signing right now looks amazing. Um, and by the way, another leader in batting average, the Houston Astros signed Michael Brantley, and he's been tearing it up. And it's like, man, some organizations are just better. <laughs> These guys were free agents that didn't get huge. Like, I, I mean, they got paid, but not crazy money. And... Like they, Michael Brantley's hitting 325, 372. So, yeah, I mean, almost the same thing. Like, some organizations know what they're doing. And right now, Houston and the Yankees are two of the best. They are. They are. It's really like fun. That? It's been really fun to watch. And uh, Tyra Estrada on the pregame show, like, I didn't give him an award. Let's let's do the, the let's do the uh, the leftovers real quick. Just things we want to the say. leftovers. Play that leftovers sound clip that you play whenever we do this segment. It's going to be a lot of those screams this weekend. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, Tara Strada, Jake. You said like he's he's good. He's played. It's not that many. I was going to say like he. It's it's not like five games anymore. It's not like 10 at-bats, right. um, but it's still not a ton, but it's 17 games, 40 at-bats, and he's got a 316 batting average and a 938 OPS. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like like you, you mentioned with Urshela when we were joking about him being the best player to ever play baseball. Um, he's probably, if we're being honest, he's like top three ever, but... <laughs> For Tyro, yeah. It's still so young and new that, I mean, 
you know, a, a bad week from Tyro Estrada and he could be hitting, you know, his two two fifty and his on base percentage under three hundred. So like there's there's still a floor that can drop out on him. But dude, he looks really good defensively, offensively. The 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 bat is violent. Um again, like I, I don't know if it's just getting older or something, but like his power numbers weren't crazy in the minors, but I mean neither were Glaber's. So I don't know, man. I, I love him. I, I I think he's a really good. He's just I, this is so corny, and I hate that I landed here. But dude, he's a ball player, man. Just is. He is. I like that. Um, you have to watch the, and everyone that's listening has to watch the way the Auburn LSU game ended today. It's some. It's 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 homework. You must watch softball. It. No, 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 baseball. Okay. They're down. They're up. Auburn is up one, Jake. Okay. Okay. They have runners on LSU is down one, bottom ninth, one out. There's runners on second and third. So two in scoring position. The walk winning run is on second. Okay. Okay. The pitcher throws the ball. It's in the dirt. The catcher stops it perfectly in front of him, but he gets up in such a frantic pace that he kicks the ball. Oh, all the way away. And he has no idea where it is. Runner on third darts home games tied. Got runner on second runs to third. They try to throw it to third to get him out at third goes into left field. Walk off. Did my homework. That is. I can't imagine. Oh, oh, no, they didn't try to. They didn't try to throw it to third. The throw home was so bad to get the first runner that the second runner scored. That's the worst I've ever seen. Holy shit. Anyway, back to the Yankees. Tyro Stroud is good. Luke Voigt had another home run. Like, everything is getting dwarfed because what Gary and Glaber did is so good. But, I mean, obviously a lot of people had good series today. And Britain. Britain has put together now like eight or nine outings in a row. And Chapman. Yeah. Chapman getting the saves. Chapman's putting together a really good season right now. Yeah, I mean it's it, uh, you. You look back and CC he goes on the IL. He'll get his knee and his arm rested. This was his worst start of the year. Happer had a bad start. He's he's kind. He's the biggest question mark right now. Um, yeah, I it, agree with that. And that I I think that's what and and it does mix into the age stuff. And I get that, but like there's still a chance J Hap has a good season. You have to. You can believe that as a baseball fan, whether you're analytical or not. I know some of the advanced stats. Oh, his fastball used to be in this 45th percentile. Now it's it's down here. Yeah, I get it. Still really early in the season. The guy put together a really solid five-game stretch. He had a bad start. Let's see what he can figure out the rest of the way. But, I mean, outside of that, man, like the question marks are, is, is Jonathan Holder a a fifth reliever in a bullpen or a sixth reliever in a bullpen. Like we're times are kind of okay right now. That is good. Yeah. Uh, people hate hold. Yeah, they really do. I don't get it. <laughs> my, uh, my, it's bizarre. Dude was really, really good last year. He had a bad beginning to this season, like really bad, but whatever. Uh, my periscope today, I like when it's late and close, I like to go on periscope and right. Um, it was so negative. Like, if, I don't know if whoever's in there, but when they won, first, like, Britain puts, Britain get, lets a guy on, and people are like, take him out now before he blows it with a home run. Take him out now. I'm like, 
It's a ground ball pitcher. Double plays in order. They'll never double up Villar. They'll never double up Villar. And then the ground ball ends the game, and I was just like, this sucked. Be happy, people. It's Memorial <laughs> Memorial Day weekend. The Yankees are winning a ton of games. Be happy about it. Yep. That ends the show for us today. Like we said, uh, we will be, uh, Jake and I will be together in Austin for a bachelor party. So the next couple episodes will be uh, the two of us in the same place, which is always fun and uh, cool and all that. And go Yankees and enjoy everything you're watching. Jake couldn't have summed it up any better. Our biggest problems are one starting pitcher and if Holder should be the sixth out of the pen or the fifth. <laughs> that's, that's a great way to sum it up, Jake. So things are good in Yankee land. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. Oh, I have something for post-game. Post-game. Shit. Okay, well, I don't... I don't I-